uh, often the hottest women have been the most abused. They've never had to show up in any way. They're usually the least accountable, the most entitled, and the worst in bed. Welcome to the Attractive Man Podcast, where we help men become better men. I'm your host, Matt Artisan. What's up, guys? Today I'm with Josiah Price, one of our top trainers here at The Attractive Man, as well as author of No More Mr. Nice Guy, Mr. Robert Glover, who's gonna drop a ton of knowledge on you today, including whether pickup advice is good or bad, whether it actually hurts you or harms you, whether it can really get you a hot girlfriend or not, and should you use that old cliche, fake it till you make it advice. And we're gonna even talk about why you shouldn't date a hot woman. Sounds pretty crazy if you ask me, but let's dive right in. Hey Robert, I'd like to backtrack to something you said a minute ago, which I really love, your term, geeks with techniques. Uh, so. When you, when you got out, uh, when you exited your second marriage and you were starting to date again and you found, actually tell us your journey because for me personally it was like I found the seduction uh, community and I basically, I'm pro fake it till you make it because that's the path that I took. Now, had I had other options, that might've done, I might've done something different, but at the time that's all I had. So how was it for you? And what's your thoughts on fake it till you make it? Yeah, okay, there's about four questions there. Let me see if I can kind of <laughs> parse them apart. Um, you know, there's no right way to do this. There's really not. Now, the, my, my book, Dating Essentials for Men, I call it the, the unpickup guide to dating success. Um, I, I have mixed feelings about traditional pickup. Now, when I became single, um, that was in when, when pickup was just really beginning to explode. So, you know, like everybody else, I read the game, uh, you know, got, you know, all, all of David D'Angelo's double your dating stuff. What happened is all my clients that, you know, I was working with in my private practice just started giving me stuff, books, DVDs. Um, yeah, it was really kind of before like YouTube was so big, but there was a lot of resources out there. And so, yeah, you know, I, I read the game and, um, you know, listened to some podcast interviews and, and then ended up getting interviewed by David D'Angelo and ended up getting in, interviewed by a lot of the people that I listened to. When I, so there's a lot of good information out there, a lot of good psychological information that works in terms of, of interaction with the opposite sex. And my issue with pickup is that in the way that most ways it's taught. Now, here's, here's one thing I've also noticed about pickup because I've been able to watch it for 20 years. Most pickup artists evolve over time and kind of get to where like, you know, it really is about being authentic and, you know, in the relationship aspect of it. You know, even Neil Strauss, you know, wrote the Bible of pickup to then writes another book that still looks like a Bible called The Truth. And it was all about finding relationship, right? So most of the guys were teaching pickup when I first got single you know, have evolved more into a social dynamic aspect of things, how to be authentic, how to be real, how to move your energy, how to be grounded, how to be embodied, how to, how to set the tone and lead, all things that I, I think are really positive. But, but the parts that I, that I don't like about pickup is that I, I believe fundamentally the way much of it's taught, is, I think is demeaning to both men and women. It often is based around teaching men, okay, you know, here's how you get the hottest women out there. And, and, you know, I've never heard one pickup artist say, what is the benefit of getting the hottest woman out there? It's kind of like we just assume we all know what the benefit of that is. Um, but there must be some benefit. So what is that benefit? 
in my mind, is primarily egoic. It's the man going, look at me. I'm not such a loser. I got a hot woman. All the guys are going to think I'm great. And we think it's going to lead to amazing sex. Uh, we think, because that's male logic. If she's hot, she must be great in bed. Um, in my personal experience, and I've talked with a lot of guys, I've talked with a lot of women, uh, often the hottest women have been the most abused. They've never had to show up in any way. They're usually the least accountable, the most entitled, and the worst in bed. And, and but you know, because guys, we're, you know, we're, we're physical, we're visual, we want that hot woman and it'll, it'll make me feel like I'm okay. Um, so I think it's demeaning to us and demeaning to them. It, 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 it breaks most women down to just uh, accumulation of body parts you know you know the the ones with the best genetic inheritance all right that's the one i gotta get because then and so it teaches how to pick up the you know the most attractive woman in the room and and go walk up and talk to her i think that's fundamentally invasive the approach i teach is that if you're just in a space being yourself and you notice the feminine noticing you go talk Go approach, go do something, but just approaching a woman because you, you like her ass or you like her tits, I tell men, I think it's the worst possible reason to approach a woman. You know nothing about her. And guys will say, well, but she looks nice. No, don't, stop lying to yourself. You like her tits, you like her ass. You think those tits will make your life better in some way. That's really what, it, it, and, and it, it keeps us in a really almost, you know, seven-year-old view of women. Oh, if they have nice tits, they're going to make my life better. So I don't think there's a goddamn thing wrong with us being physically attracted to women or physically attracted to their body parts. I don't preach against it. But using that as our basis for deciding who we talk to and don't talk to or who we want to go out with or don't want to go out with, and I've, I've been doing relationship counseling for over 30 years. I just think it's the worst possible foundation to build anything long-term with. And as I said, contrary to guy logic, it's also usually the worst possible way to have a good time in bed. Um, so with that said, you know, again, I go back to helping men be their authentic selves, uh, learning to soothe their anxiety, learning to get out of their comfort zones, learning to challenge themselves, learning to walk through the open doors that present themselves. You know, if you're standing next to a woman in line at Starbucks and you just start a conversation and there's a mutual high interest there. Yeah, get a phone number. If you're somewhere at a party with a group of friends, you notice a woman's looked at you a couple of times, Walk across the room and talk to her, you know, but to just go be invasive because you like a woman's tits, uh, there's a reason why hashtag me too was so prominent. Women have been invaded by men all of their lives. And so I don't want to perpetuate that, but I do want to teach men how, how to walk through every open door of opportunity. And that's, I'll bring it back to what my experience was. That's what amazed me. As I said, I, I, didn't, I couldn't believe what planet I'd landed on. Women were propositioning me. They were giving me phone numbers. They were getting naked on first and second dates. And I'm going, what's happening here? I didn't realize it worked like this. And, and really going back to what I think it was about, it's not because I was practicing pickup. It's not because I was hitting on the most attractive women in the room. It's not because I was the youngest, best-looking, richest guy in the room. It's because I had a sense of self. Now, Again, you, you guys began this by asking how old I am. I'm 64. My wife is 22 years younger than me. We're coming up on four years of marriage. And she's a, a fairly typical Latina in that she, she has that Latina jealousy. And she's actually, you know, a really good, um, I don't know, barometer is the right word or 
but anyway, she is good at, at noticing women noticing me, women walking in front of me, women bending over, you know, kind of pointing their butt out, women bending over, giving a little cleavage, women touching my shoulder as they walk by. She's highly sensitive to that and lets me know it, all right? And so even at 64, right, I, I still draw that kind of energetic attention without me trying, right? I actually, I, I, I know how to, you know, attract and engage with women. I keep it toned down, right? I'm married. I, I don't want the attention or energy, and it still keeps coming to me. So I'm a big believer is that we don't have to, you know, learn some, some you know, poll question or clever pickup line or and walk across the room and find the hottest woman and and try to you know get her phone number and get the no number closed and go yay i got a number you know she never calls you back and you never see her naked but you got her number i never had to resort to that and and, and again it wasn't because i was the best looking guy in the room so it, it just taught me there are more effective ways to draw the higher quality women into your life than, than, than using, you know, the, the tricks that, that, that pickup teaches. Now, again, a piece that I do like about pickup is it gets men out of their comfort zone and it gives, it often gives them a tribe They you know, they find a group of men and they go out together and they go get out of their comfort zone and do the things that scare them. I'm actually a really big fan of that process, both of getting tribe, connecting with men and getting out of your comfort zone. So I actually do like that dynamic that, that uh, typically occurs in like a, a dating boot camp or something like that. Yeah, I think part of the problem too is they're still nice guys and pickup just gives them some lines and some things to do or say to look cool and sound cool. But underneath it all, they're still nice guys. They still have all these issues and baggage and traumas that they haven't dealt with yet. So it's just yeah. a bandaid over the real problem. And eventually, usually sooner rather than later, the woman figures it out. And they do. Yeah. Like he doesn't, he's really not as cool as he and seems. And the bottom line, they're not being themselves. You know, if, if, um, if the social dynamic that they're learning, excuse me, is really about being their most bold, assertive self, I love that. I love that. But if it's about just being phony in a way that gets drunk 22-year-old women with lots of insecurities to give you a phone number, you know, what have you really gained? And then, as you said, and then if the woman gets to know you and all of a sudden you still have these really underlying fears of, I'm not very interesting. I don't have anything to talk about. Uh, you know, I'm just going to try to give her everything she wants and try to make her happy. They're soon going to get bored with all that anyway. And then if you, even if you do sleep with her, then it, it could give you a false sense of confidence. Like you, you're, you feel great for a little while because you just slept with this gorgeous woman, but that's not going to last very long because it's not real confidence. So I recommend that you click the link down in the description to apply for a free breakthrough session where you'll hop on a phone call with one of our team members and we'll assess your situation. We'll see where you're at right now, where you want to be, and see if we can get you there in the fastest and easiest way possible. Thanks for listening to the Attractive Man podcast. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and visit theattractiveman.com to see our bootcamp schedule, apply for a free consultation, and get access to your free training. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.